like to welcome everybody to Sunday school this morning. Like I say it's good to be here. It's good to see the sunshine. Um, I just have a really heavy heart for Irene, um, and uh, I hope uh, the Lord blesses her. Um, I don't want to remember the family. Um, it's a hard time to go through, but I, I mean, I'm glad that we know um, that she's saved. We know if she's going, if something happens, and I'm thankful that I have that peace too. Um, just ask the Lord to remember the family, remember everybody, and uh, just hope the Lord just blessed us this morning. Um, Wes O'Neill to lead us in prayer. appreciate being in the Lord's house this morning and we're glad to be back home uh, and I kind of had a little little bit rougher time studying this lesson than usual because I didn't I wasn't here when Dub gave the books out so I didn't get I didn't have my book so I just uh, had to find out where it was at and go from there but uh, we're in the 52nd chapter of the book of Isaiah and uh, kind of a familiar scripture but uh, the Bible said all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable and, and I'm, I can't quote all of that but it's profitable for all kinds of good things and uh, if, and if, if you're saved by the grace of God Any problem or any question you might have in your life, there's an answer for it in God's Word. Now, sometimes it takes a little digging to find it, but it's there. And uh, uh, the Bible said that He'd given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. And uh, so everything, everything that we need, God's got supplied for us 
if if we'll do our part to get it. It takes it takes an effort sometimes uh, just to sit down and read the Bible. Or sometimes some have you ever been busy doing something and and God come along and tell you you need to pray and you kind of hesitate and say, well, I, I, when I get done here, I'll do that. And when you get done, you don't feel like it. I've done that. But God, if, if you do it when God tells you to, there's a blessing in it. I've, some of the greatest blessings I've ever had in my life was talking to God. And uh, so, I don't know why we hesitate, but we—that's that's the battle we have. And uh, but in the fifty-second chapter of the book of Isaiah, the seventh verse. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth good tidings, that publishes peace, that bringeth good tidings of good, of good, that publisheth salvation, that saith unto Zion, Thy God reigneth. And uh, God calls God calls men to preach the gospel. And and now I, I was talking to a guy one time. He we was we was discussing a, uh, some scriptures, and and he said, and I I agree with him. He said that anybody that's been saved can deliver a message for God if if he gives it to them. Don't matter. You can deliver a message. That don't mean you're preaching. But you can deliver what God wants you to. There's people, there's people that possibly have confidence in me that I that, that I could have a more more influence on than somebody else could, maybe. Or vice, or maybe you guys the same way. There's somebody in your life that that's got confidence in you that you can help. And maybe they'd listen to you a lot better than they would the preacher. And and uh, who knows? I mean, we're all here for a reason. Uh, back when I was young, I never thought I'd live to be as old as I am now. It just, did, just didn't sound reasonable to me. And most of the people in my dad's family didn't live as old as I am. Now, my mom's family did, so maybe I take after them a little bit, but it's by the grace of God. If, if we live, uh, well, if we live past three score and ten, it's through the mercies of God. And, uh, and I'm well past that now, so... God, God's been good to me, and He's blessed me, and He's kept me here for a reason. Same with each one of us. We're here because God wants us here. 
And when, it, when it's time for us to go, he will take us out. And, uh, but how beautiful. Now, have ever, everybody here probably been saved? I, uh, how many times have you ever seen the church? And the church preaches the gospel. Now, God calls men to deliver it. But it goes through, through the church. And uh, if when, when the preacher is up here preaching, and, and he can be the great, and, and Terry, I, Terry's one of the greatest preachers, as far as I'm concerned, it ever was. Uh, that's my opinion, and I, and I believe I'm right. But when he preaches, if, if there's people sitting back in the back that, that's lost or anywhere in the church, and they might have that kind of confidence in Terry also, and I believe most people do, that I've heard say anything about him anyway. But if they're sitting back there looking at me and I've been, I'm living like a devil and I'm sitting up here on the front bench, that's got a block on what Terry's preaching them. Same way with every one of us. If, if, our lives, if our lives don't back what the preacher's preaching and what the church believes in, then we've got a block wherever we're sitting. Somebody, somebody's sitting back there looking at us, saying, if that's what a Christian is, I don't need it. So we need to we need to lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us and run with patience the race is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. And the gospel, that, and, and I, I say it over and over again, the preacher can be the greatest but if the church has got the brakes on, he just do his job, and it it don't get past me if I'm sitting here on the front bench. So we gotta we gotta live our lives where it backs up what the preacher's preaching. So how beautiful upon the mountains. Uh, the Bible said, sound the alarm in my holy mountain. Blow the trumpet in Zion, sound the alarm in my holy mountain. That's what the church does. Uh, in the 12th chapter of the book of Hebrews, and uh, I've heard I've heard people say, and not not in this church, but I've heard people say before, uh, they couldn't hardly wait till uh, the New Jerusalem come. They ain't reading their Bible. John in Revelation said, "I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband." 
prepared as a bride. That's the church. And the, and the church has been here since the foundation of the world. Read Now let me read in the 12th chapter of Hebrews. But now Paul wrote this, I believe. I believe Paul wrote it. But ye, ye, that's talking to me. Ye are come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits are just being made perfect. You're already in the new Jerusalem. If you've been saved by the grace of God, your soul's in the, in the city of God, in the new Jerusalem, in God's kingdom. And sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise till the day of redemption. And one, now one of these days, he's going to change our vile body and make it like unto his glorious one. And we'll be perfect both soul and body. And then we can go into God's celestial city. And that, where God sits on his throne, will never be here on the earth. Other than down in our souls. And uh, people are looking for him to come back here and set up a kingdom. Jesus set up his kingdom, and, and it's been here since the foundation of the world. He fulfilled it at Calvary. And uh, so, but how, how, how many times have you seen the church get up on the mountain, and I'm talking about high and lifted up, and now, uh, and how beautiful is it? Nothing no more beautiful than God's church when it's moving in the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's when the church is moving that way, when we're all in sync, then the gospel can reach our people. The Bible said where two or three come together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. But we got to come together in the name of Jesus. We got to come with a purpose. And that purpose is to do what God say, your Lord, here, like Isaiah said, here am I, Lord, send me. And that's in this flesh, that's hard to do sometimes. But if we can get it to flesh out of the way and say, Lord, here am I, send me, we can, we can all come in the, in the name of Jesus and glorify his name and the gospel can go out and people can get saved. And that's what it's all about. Anybody got a comment? How beautiful on the mountains. And uh, nothing no more beautiful than God's church when it's moving in the power of the Spirit. Thy watchmen shall lift up the voice. With the voice together shall they sing. For they shall see eye to eye when the Lord shall bring again Zion. And when we're moving in the power of the Spirit, we'll see eye to eye. Now, we might disagree 
Uh, we might disagree on different things. We might disagree on, and probably some of us do a little bit, on some scriptures, what they mean. And uh, uh, I, I remember, I ain't had this happen lately, but uh, I remember several times back when I was younger, people had to straighten me out on stuff. I had I had some stuff wrong. And uh, I probably still do, but uh, uh, some of the church people helped me out on it by the help of the Lord. And uh, uh, so we can, we can disagree on stuff. But I guarantee you, when God's Spirit moves, we'll not disagree. That, that's, the, that's the leveler. That, that puts it all in focus. And uh, so, uh, and uh, Ezekiel, I got it wrote down here somewhere. In, uh, in, uh, and this goes along with what I said earlier about God putting people in the, in the job to preach, but uh, in the third chapter of Ezekiel, he said, Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word at my mouth and give them warning from me. And uh, I've used the scripture lately a few times in Jeremiah where God called Jeremiah. And he said, he told Jeremiah, I said, you'll, you'll, you'll tell him what I give you. And uh, so God, God delivers it. The gospel comes from God right out of heaven. The same as this book, I believe from Genesis to Revelation is God's word. All script, I quoted that scripture a while ago. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. God gave it, and the Bible said, holy men of God wrote as they were moved upon by the Holy Ghost. So it, it takes that same Holy Ghost to let me know what it's talking about. I can, every one of you knows how complicated some of the scripture is if you just sit down and read it out of here. And God don't, God don't give you the understanding or, or you don't hear somebody preach it or whatever. <clears throat> it, it, it's, beyond, it's beyond understanding if God don't give it to you. And uh, so, uh, these men wrote by the power of the Holy Spirit and it's discerned, it's understood by that same Spirit. By the same token, we preach, and this is off the lesson a little bit, <clears throat> but we preach, and all about all Christian churches do, that Jesus rose from, died on the cross and rose from the dead. And uh, as far as <clears throat> as far as in here in the flesh, that's just hearsay. I've heard that all my life. 
I believe it. But when God's Spirit moves in here, it's real. Uh, Peter was preaching on the day of Pentecost, and he said, we're his witnesses of these things, and so also is the Holy Ghost, which he giveth to all them that believe. So everybody that's been saved got the Holy Spirit, and the Holy, the Holy Spirit witnessed every bit of it. He was there, he witnessed it, and he's in our life, and when he moves, that's a true witness. That's not hearsay. That's God telling you what happened. That's why it's so important for us when, when we're trying to work for God to humble our lives and let Him use us. For my word, my word by itself just ain't good enough. I can tell you the story, but if God, if God's Spirit it moves in it, it can deliver it to your heart. I can't do that. Terry Brock can't do that. As good a preacher as he is, he can't deliver nothing to your heart if the Holy Spirit don't take it. So that's why that's why it's so important sometimes. How hard a job is it? I'm just how hard a job is it to get up here and and lead a service or 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 try to try to teach Sunday school or whatever, whatever you gotta do. You get up here to do it. How hard a job is that? We have a battle. And I'm sure Terry makes it look easy. But it it has never I've been I've been doing this job for a long time. I don't know how long, but I've been leading prayer meetings since I was probably fifteen years old. Since since I got saved. Trying to, and it ain't never been easy. The only time it's easy is when I get me out of the way, and that's I can't. I, that's a hard job. So that's why it's so important when Terry or whoever's whoever's preaching. It's it's vitally important that we all get our hearts humble and try as hard as we can to pray for them. Lift them up. You remember, Moses, uh, Israel was in a battle, and Moses sitting up on the hill, he was holding his hands up. And while his hands was up, they was winning the battle. But he got tired. And his hands started going down. They started losing the battle. And... Uh, Two of the guys got on each side of him and held his hands up. That's what we got to do when our preachers get up here. Get on each side of him with our prayers just as hard as we can. Hold his hands up and we'll win the battle. We're all in this together. That's what I've been trying to say about the, the gospel. It takes the whole church to preach the gospel. To, for the gospel to move and to reach the souls of our people takes every one of us. That's why it's so important 
that our people that's out get back in. We need them. God needs them. Anybody got anything? If, uh, and two, when uh, that scripture I read about the watchman warning, uh, every once in a while, Terry has a message like that. Kind of a warning, telling us, warning us to stay away from different ungodly stuff, so on and so forth, telling us how we ought to conduct ourselves. And God, when, when a preacher preaches a message like that, God's sending a warning to somebody. And if I'm not careful, I'll sit there and listen to that kind of a message and say, well, so-and-so should have been here. If so-and-so should have been here, they would have been here. Uh, probably. Probably. But I was here. If he preaches a message just for the people that's listening to it, God knows. God knows everyone that's here this morning, or that will be here, and He gives us what we need right then. And uh, it's up to me to use what God gives me and not try to push it off on somebody else. Break forth into joy. Sing together, ye waste places of Jerusalem. For the Lord hath comforted his people. He hath redeemed Jerusalem. Now, is there, is there any waste places in God's church? Not in the spiritual church. Now the natural church, there's some waste in this guy you're looking at here. I've I've wasted I've wasted a lot of my life. And I'm not talking about being out and gone, I'm talking about sitting on the front bench right here. And my heart not being where God wanted it. So when we come to church, and that goes right back to what I said a while ago about coming to church in the name of the Lord, in the name of Jesus. If I come, if I come to church and my mind's off somewhere else and I ain't, I ain't got my heart in the service, I'm wasting time. We've just got a little short time here. I'm, I'm 82 years old. And it seems like just a few days ago I was a kid. There were, I, I, I presume most of us can relate to that. But life, life flies by. And at my age, I'm not going to be around a whole lot longer. If I live 20 years, I'd be over 100. So chances are I'm not going to be around very long. I got just a little bit of time. And I can see that clearer now than I could when I was a teenager. 
but we've just got a little time. The Bible told us what thy hand find to do, do with thy might, for there's no power nor device. I can't quote all of that. In the grave, whither thou goest. When, when this body lays down and dies, my work's over. If, if, I do, if I do the very best I can while I'm here, and I have never done that, just a few times in my life maybe, but if I do the very best I can, the Bible said, Blessed are the dead that die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, saith the Spirit, they may rest from their labors, and their works do follow them. You will leave an impression if you follow God. <clears throat> but your, your, works, your work is finished when you leave here. You're just leaving, you're leaving your testimony behind. So you want to you want to leave a good one. Right. Yeah, and I've wasted a lot of it. But God, God's, God's been really good to me and to uh, this whole church. He's blessed us beyond measure. And we need to bless him back if we if we get the opportunity. And if I guarantee you, if if we if we tr do our very best to stay close to the Lord, He'll give us the opportunity. We don't want to be like Israel when they demanded of them a song, and they said, "How can we sing a song of Zion in a strange land?" We need to stay out of the strange land and then we can sing our song or we can give our testimony or we can teach our Sunday school lesson or, or the preachers can preach. We need to stay where God wants us to be and, and be willing and He'll use us. Break forth, I want to read that verse again. Break forth into joy, sing together, you waste places of Jerusalem. If we stay, if we stay where we need to be, we can rejoice. The Bible said it was joy unspeakable and full of glory. There, there's no greater joy than having God just open the windows of heaven and fill your cup up. The Lord hath made bare his holy arm in the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of God. The Bible said the grace of God in the book of Titus, the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. And that's past tense. That means God had it fixed right from the start of creation that he was going to give everybody a chance to get saved. When Adam sinned, God come looking for him. He didn't have, he knew where he was at. But he said, Adam, where art thou? He knew where Adam was. He wanted Adam to know where he was. 
he come looking for me in the same garden in 1956 over on Albert Street. Said, Carl, where are you? He let me know that I was lost and I was going to hell. The grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. And these little kids that's coming up that are still innocent, if time stands, he'll give them their opportunity. Everybody that wants it can have it. <clears throat> so God's made buried. He's 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 preached his gospel to everyone that's and I I don't understand this when I was teaching. I was teaching young people's class way back and uh one of the one of the most often asked questions some of the kids ask pretty regular how did how did God reach the Indians in this country? There wasn't no church here. I said, I don't know, but they, they talked about the great spirit. And I believe I believe some of them had the real thing. I don't understand it. God but if God if God said everybody's going to hear it, then everybody's heard it. And I don't have to understand it. All I had to do was understand it when he talked to me. And uh, I don't have to answer for nobody else, but I have to answer for me. <clears throat> depart ye, depart ye, Go ye out from thence, touch no unclean thing. Go ye out, out of the midst of her. Be ye clean that bear the vessels of the Lord. That's talking to us. He told us to come out from among the world and be ye separate, saith the Lord. We've got a job to do. And David, David asked a question one time said, who can ascend the hill of God? Then he answered that same question, said, he that hath clean hands and a pure heart. God purifies the heart. <clears throat> he left me the job of keeping these hands clean. He told me to keep myself unspotted from the world and lay aside every weight and sin that besets me. He, that's my job. He'll help me with it, but that's my job. If I, if I keep my hands clean, my heart's already pure. If I keep my hands clean, then I'll be able to do my part for God, whatever it is. If all he wants me to do is sit there on the bench and pray for the whatever's going on, I'll be able to do that. Have you ever... I know the answer to this, but have you ever have you ever tried to pray and couldn't get a hold of nothing to pray with? I, I couldn't I couldn't count the times I've done that. That's my fault. God don't never shut the line off. <clears throat> if if the connection's broke, it's it it was me that done it. All right. 
Maybe the connection ain't broke. Maybe I just ain't got my heart where it ought to be to be able to pray. I'm trying to do it out of here instead of out of here. So we need to we need to keep our hands as clean as we can and our hearts as close to God as we can. For ye shall not go out with haste nor go by flight, for the Lord will go before you. So we uh, we quoted that scripture a while ago about laying aside every weight and their sin. And, uh, and it said, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, and uh, said, run with patience the race is set before you. Wait, the Bible said, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They'll walk and not faint. So if we if we wait on the Lord, when He moves, now waiting on the Lord's great. We ought to do that. But then when the Lord moves, we ought to get up and move with Him. Most of the time, I'm a little bit slow, <clears throat> and uh, but we need to we need to move with Him. And if if we'll move with the Lord when He moves. We'll accomplish something in our life, and uh, we. And, but the whole thing, Terry can't preach by himself. As good a preacher as he is, he needs some help, and we need to pray for him. Lift his hands up, and then somebody will get help, even. If, if people that's lost don't want to move, what he preaches will be a help to the church. Anybody got anything? That's all I've got.